What is up and welcome to another episode of Fat Bearded and Beautiful with your host, Sacred Vision. Sauce McSaucy. And our very special guest, one of, one of the most OGs of OGs in my stream, my second follower ever on Twitch known as Bowtie53, Mr. DJ Nee. What up, what up, what up? How we do it? So we asked this question to every one of our special guests, Bowtie53. How'd you come up with that name? My truck. <laughs> I, I had to, I was really into like trying to get noticed for my truck and everything. I made my Instagram and everything dedicated to my truck. I finally bought a PlayStation, did all that shit, and then just went with Bowtie53 on PlayStation, just stuck with it. So tell us about your streaming career. How did you start? What made you want to start streaming? Honestly, what started it was when Warzone came out. Like I was, I didn't start playing Warzone at the start, um, but I wanted to get better at it due to my competitive nature. So I was always watching videos and that's when I really first like found out about streaming. So like the first like big streamer that like I started watching was Swag because I was always watching his videos. So I was just trying to find ways of getting better. So then that's when I found Twitch and then that's when I started watching Swag and then I was playing Warzone all the time and I'm like, I mean, why not just stream? Like who gives a shit? Like I'm seeing the money that these guys are making. Like fuck it. Like I'm not that good, but let's just give it a shot anyway. So I just started streaming out of it now we've known each other for a little over a year now would you like to tell the story on how we met oh man so <laughs> so i was playing a uh a warzone solo game and i was having a decent game and i died from some rat sitting in a corner with a fucking rpg and then i lost my gulag and then right after that sacred came into my chat and he, I, I'm pretty sure he just like said like, hey, what's up or something like that. And I went off because I was so pissed about losing that game. I'm like, please don't tell me you're the motherfucker that just ratted out and destroyed my game. <laughs> He's like, no, no, no. He's like, I just happened to come across your stream. I'm like, my bad. What's up, guy? <laughs> and then I said, hey, do you want to play some games? And Bowtie was like, yeah. And I was like, not with me, with my son, King Dory. King Dory hopped on. They played a few games, and a year later, here we are. And then uh, me and you played a couple games. We would get on every now and then. Like We would try to play at least like once or twice a week, You know, try to grow each other and everything, stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, uh, just networking. I just randomly popped up in your stream one day. I was like, let me go support somebody that doesn't have a bunch of viewers. I think you were sitting at like four or five viewers at the time. Yeah, something like that. I mean, it, it, was, it was literally like a random like midday stream that like I never normally did, you know, and just figured I would do it one day and here we are a year later. Other than Warzone, like what key, what has kept you streaming all this time? I mean, and all so I really haven't been taking my uh my streaming like as serious um as of as of late like the past like year or so. But what's kept me going is it's just kind of one of those things that I enjoy playing the game, you know. Um I enjoy playing with, you know, some of the guys that I play with. I mean, when I was first starting off streaming, I was so dedicated to just wanting to just do this as a career because I enjoyed the aspect of of networking, you know, being in front of a camera, networking and stuff like that. And God fucking damn it, I just completely lost my train of thought now. Holy. <laughs> Sauce, so what about you? You've you've just you're about to reach a year milestone of streaming, your one year anniversary. What has kept you going this entire time? I'm stubborn as a motherfucker. 
Nice, nice. Um, I just made my one year. Also, just hit a thousand followers. Also, just hit my biggest raid ever. One hundred viewers. One hundred one viewers. What has been your biggest raid, Sauce and Bowtie? Biggest one I was hit with was from uh, Red Queen. I think she raided with like 140 people, which was ridiculous. And I'll let you guys know right now, whenever uh, you see a number pop on your screen, if it's between one and a million, the same amount of enthusiasm goes for those raids, right? But whenever you see that number is higher than any number you've ever seen come on there before, you uh, you, you get a little scared. <laughs> I really haven't been raided too often. I think... The biggest raid I was given was maybe like 20. And that was like early on in like my streaming. But I haven't been raided. I have killed a couple big time streamers. And at the time, people watching them came over to my stream and would like hang out. Like I killed Destroy and Zlander back to back. And then right after that, I had 50 people watching me. And I was so shocked because I had streamer mode on. So I had no idea that I killed them. And then I was just like, wait, where the fuck did all of you guys come from? And they were the ones that ended up telling me who I killed. So that was probably the most viewers I had on my channel at one point. You're not focused on Twitch streaming anymore, or not as much as you were right now. What is your main focus right now? My main focus right now has been uh, TikTok, actually, um, and growing uh, a community over on TikTok. What made you make the transition from Twitch to TikTok? I went through a, uh, I've gone through a lot of hardship in this uh, past year with a, a breakup of a relationship of seven years. I didn't know how to deal with my emotions. Music wasn't doing anything. Talking to someone wasn't doing anything. Like nothing was really doing it for me. And um, I was just finding these videos on TikTok and I was just getting involved and finding a way to express how I was feeling. And that was through a video of me just doing maybe just sitting there but the sound was something that i was able to express how i was feeling at that point and it brought a it started bringing attention that way and here we are you know 10 months later and i had just eclipsed fifty thousand followers and i think when i started i maybe had a little over a thousand sauce you and bowtie are both way bigger than me on tiktok what is the key to your success on tiktok Man, I'm still small on TikTok. I'm just over uh, like 1,500 followers, so I'm still learning the whole thing myself. The biggest thing I could say is you have to like focus on what's trending and what's going on and relate it to what you want it to be, like back to your own content. So the hardest part for TikTok is just knowing what is trending and staying up to date on it. Like That's the, the key. So I'm still working on that myself. Trending, or you can be a decent-looking guy throwing thirst traps every single day. Listen. Hey, don't get all my thirst trap content. Thanks. Listen. Ladies, single ladies, <laughs> Bowtie's got the thirst traps. Look him up on TikTok. DJ underscore N-E-E. -E. Okay, hold on. Listen, listen. The thirst traps, it took a while to get to that point, okay? But I do agree with Sauce as far as finding the trending sounds, the trending shit that's going on. That's what I try and tell people. Um, but also keeping it as real to you, you know, like I've had a lot of people that have been like, Oh, you should, you know, do at my videos or follow me or, you know, this and that. And I'm like, but if your video has nothing to do with me 
and what I post and what I relate, I'm not going to do that. Like, why go outside of what people know me for and what people follow me for, you know? So staying true to you, you know, and keeping it trending, having the trending sounds, the dances and stuff like that, that's the biggest thing to growth. It's it's difficult, but it's there. So basically it's the same as Twitch. Being unique, finding your niche, niche, whatever you want to call it, and you know, just being amazing at what you do. Yeah, yeah. And I mean there there's so many different keys and algorithms and, and stuff with TikTok that I'm still trying to learn. I mean, I post up videos that I'll, I'll be completely honest, take me 30, 45 minutes to, to record just a 15 second video. And I think it's going to do great. And it does nothing. And then it's like, I post up a, a video of me doing nothing. And that does better, you know, so it, I'm still trying to figure out the whole algorithm with everything. It's so weird, but it's just when the videos hit like I post up three to four videos a day I have a whole science that I just have been going by I post up three to four videos a day you know um and people tell me they're like you're all over my for you page all over all over I'm like I hope so that's all that's how I am getting out there you know to the point where maybe I don't have to post up three to four videos like you see people who will maybe post up one video and it goes viral you know you, you never it just takes that one video and I've had a couple videos that have reached 50, 60, 70, 80,000 views. You know, I have one that I think is Eclipse, like over 160,000 views. You know, it's it's crazy. Like my most liked video has got 82,000 views. And I literally just made it right on the spot, you know, but it's crazy how, how it all just works. You're also involved in a few other things. You want to tell us about those? Uh, as far as my, my merch and everything? Yeah, tell us about that. Um, so I recently, um, started a, uh, clothing brand. Uh, the brand is called be better. Um, as you see it from the hoodie and the beanie, um, it was just, it, it just kind of, you know, the, the be better slogan. It was just something that while I was going through, you know, this, uh, this breakup and everything the past year and still trying to find myself and struggle with the depression and everything, you know, the one thing I always just tell myself is I just have to be better, you know, um, I not only be better for myself, but be better for my daughter. You know, I have to be a better person. Everyone wants to be better. Everyone wants to be better at something, whether it's be a better streamer, be a better, you know, worker, you know, everyone wants to be better at something, you know, so that's just a constant reminder that I would always tell myself to get me through. And even when people would come to me with their own, like, personal problems you know I would always just say just be better you know you want to be better you got to be better you know and it just kind of just grew from there and telling people that and it, it's just nice to know that my story has reached people and to even get people that have told me like I'm their favorite content creator I'm like I'm but I'm I'm no one big you know but but because they can relate to my story and my brand you know they that that's what gets it and that's all that the growth is all about and this brand has just helped me be able to reach that out there, you know. Mr. Kraken said, oh, my God, his daughter is so freaking precious. I love the videos with her in them. Have you gotten any flack for putting your little girl in your, your videos? I received some flack from the baby mama side because they misread a video that I posted. But they were already stalking my TikTok at that point and... By the time they saw this video, it was a month later, 
and the way that they took the video that I was going about it was they were the only ones that saw it that way. Like no one else could see it the way that they did. So I'm like, you guys are clearly trying to like stretch for something, but I haven't received a whole lot of, you know, bad compliment, you know, bad comments back. Like my most liked video, it's literally me saying like, um, you know, when you see your daughter pushing a boy who tries to give her, give her a hug and you say, go best friend. That's my most liked video. But that wasn't even, so this is the thing. Everyone is taking, the reason why that video blew up was because of all the parents on there saying, oh, he should have got consent and stuff like that. I'm like, it, like it, it, I, that never actually happened. But so, I mean, if you want to look at a video like that of me, like using my daughter doing something, even though it never happened, then I guess you could say that that's the video that's caught the most attention. Sauce, you post two to three videos a day, sometimes more. Where do you come up with ideas to post that much content every day on TikTok? Well, recently I've been having an issue doing that, honestly. Um, I slowed down a little bit. Anytime you have an idea, if you can jot something down, you when I scroll TikTok, I don't scroll TikTok with the purpose to just watch videos and just see what's going on. I go in with the intent with, oh, that's a sound I could use for such and such. I feel like that's the mindset you got to go into it with if you're trying to always create content. There's actually a guy I know. His name is Richard Sage. He um, He's a streamer here on Twitch, partner. He went from having about 700 followers whenever I first saw his account. He's at 17K right now, and it's been two months. He went up 10K in the span of three weeks because he's posting consistently everything from video replies to just random things and he's posting like 20 to 30 times a day honestly like i i can totally attest to that because when i hit 10,000 followers on tiktok two weeks later i eclipsed 40,000 like i was literally getting 10,000 a week like it was insane like like and it was just the videos the videos at that time were just hitting like every video that I was putting out. But I will say it is difficult to come up with videos every day and multiple videos every day. I'm not even going to lie. I have came up with like content, like writer's block, like multiple times. And I'm just like, fuck, like I, I got to make a video. I got to put it out, but I don't even know what, what to do. So I'll get stuck just scrolling on TikTok for like an hour, just trying to find a sound to do. Like it's, it's not easy sometimes. It's really not. Sauce, you also have something going on outside of TikTok and Twitch. What what you're on day twenty two with twenty three or something as well? Let's mention that. Yeah, we're on day twenty three of tagging monster every day until they sponsor the sauce bottle. Um, so uh, you know, if if you ever hear from Monster, let them know the sauce is looking for them, uh, and they need to show their butts up and let's go. I need some monster in my life. I was trying to do that same thing with a couple of my videos too. (laughs) Have you been approached by anyone, anyone about sponsorships, Bo? No. um, But I also, I, I, so I don't get DMS on TikTok unless I follow you. So I don't, if I'm sure if I was to follow everyone that followed me, I'm sure I would get it. And I don't always see all the comments that come up, but I mean, I've had people like, reach out to me on like Instagram and stuff like that. But they're always just like, Oh, you know, becoming a, become an affiliate and pay this much. I'm like, no, I'm good. Like, 
No thanks. That's not an. That's not a sponsorship. That's free advertisement. But that's like the closest thing. But I, like I said, also at the same time, like I, I haven't had anyone like personally come out and like reach and like want to like you know sponsor me in any sense. Maybe one day. I'm not trying to get sponsored by anyone. I'm focusing on my content. I'm focusing on my channel. I'm focusing on my community. When it happens, it happens. Team Arrow approached me, um, thanks to Sauce. Sauce threw my name in the hat for that. And honestly, I couldn't be happier with with a team, man. Like Team Arrow. I don't care what anybody says. No, they're you know, we're not the size of FaZe or Optic or Hundred Thieves or anything like that. But we have the love and the support in this in on this team. Like I've I've never seen before. Like it's amazing. That's my only sponsor, Team Arrow. Yeah, I mean, I was a part of a Call of Duty team, um, like, early on into my stream. Um, and then when I took, like, a two-month break from streaming, um, we kind of cut ties with them. And I told them I just couldn't be there mentally um, and content creating-wise. I just couldn't be there. You know, and they they always wanted to do tournaments and shit like that. I'm like, dude, I work two jobs. Like, I, I can't. When I don't work two jobs, I have my daughter. Like, I just I don't have time to do this anymore, you know? I mean, fair enough. Got to have priorities. That's for sure. Now, I do have a question for you. Uh, being up on TikTok a lot, there are these new accounts that have been springing up here recently that are projecting the new or the new trends or things that are starting to pick up virality, and they're posting the uh, sound and giving you advice on how to go viral. What do you think about those accounts? I have, I do get those accounts that come across my page pretty often, and. I always look at the, I, I, will, I will admit, I do try and do some of those too, um, but I pay attention to the numbers that everything does. Um, like if you see one of the videos at like the top of the sound, it's got like, you know, 100,000 likes. Look at how many followers that, if, that they have, because if they have like 100,000 of followers already, and it's like, okay, well, then that's not really a viral thing because they could post up a video of just them just standing there and they're already going to get that many likes, you know? So I pay attention to the numbers aspect of it. Um, but it, that is a good way to start because you never know. You could post up one of those and it could hit, you know, it could get, you know, 500 likes, 600 likes. You never know. So it's always good to kind of pay attention because at the same time, you need to know those trending sounds. So if that's a new trend coming up, I always add those to like a favorites folder just to have it in, in the back in some cases like but uh, I'll, in some cases when i don't think of any content to make i look back at look back at it and pay attention to the numbers again um but it, it is good to have but the one thing that people struggle with is that might be the trend now doesn't mean it's going to be the trend two months from now so you don't so it's it's either do it now while everyone's doing it or do it when no one's doing it. And now you're not going to get the viewership. I have a question for both of you. Uh, Bo, you're almost at 50,000. Saul, you're at 1,500. How come every single video that you post doesn't get, like for Saul, 1,500 views? For me, I'm, I'm at 900 followers. How come every one of my videos that I post is not 900 viewers? Like, why is it? What's, algorithm. I, yeah, what is up with the algorithm for that? It's, it's all about, so if I, if it's all going to be based off of like what your followers like. So if they only, so if you have, 
So like, let's say I like all of your videos. Like I'm pretty sure I, I like all your videos when you post them out anyways. So you're going to be very frequent on my following page and maybe sometimes even on my for you page, you're going to become very frequent on there. So if you have, you know, maybe three or 400 people who are always liking your videos, you're going to come across on their page very often. That's what it's all like. That's how the for you page works. It's how the following for you page works. It's, it's going to show who you most have interaction with or the more of the videos that you interact with. Yeah. It's an interesting, uh, interesting thing. The algorithm makes zero sense in my brain sometimes, and it makes all the sense of my brain other times. Like it, it's very, very complex with how it works. Cause you can have a video that even the reaction, like I've had videos that have had more likes, more comments and shares. And the watch time was good. That got less views than some that had less likes, less comments, less shares and less watch time. But for some reason they went out to way more people. Got a question in chat um, for you. Well, for sauce and Bowtie, do hashtags really make a difference? I've noticed my videos without hashtags perform just as well as my vids with hashtags. Not that my vids get much attention anyway. It's hard to tell, honestly. Uh, I mean, you see some people say, don't post up too many hashtags. Don't post hashtags. Um, I always post up hashtags on every single one of my videos. I've never actually tried to do one in a while without hashtags. Um, but a lot of the big videos that you see they don't have hashtags because in a sense they don't need them. So I think it's important to have them when you're first starting off, but you have to pay attention to, again, the numbers of that hashtag. Cause you could post up a hashtag and it might only have five videos to it. It's not going to matter. So you have to pay attention to the hashtags and the numbers to the hashtag. Uh, that guy I knew is saying, I'm sorry, sauce. Go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, I think that if you're trying to niche down your content, it's important to have your hashtags, especially at the beginning, to kind of build up what you're doing. Because one, people can go on TikTok and you can search by a hashtag and see all the videos that are under that. So if I'm wanting to go see Warzone videos, I can literally type in for Warzone and it'll bring those videos up for me. So I think they're effective and it's a good way to be able to be discovered by somebody that's not necessarily even got you on the for you page. So it's useful to have them. Just don't like, don't overdo it. <laughs> don't overdo it. Like I do. I, like I fill my videos with hashtags, but I will say like a lot of, I, I've had a lot of people from Illinois find me because one of the hashtags I always put is Illinois. So it reaches out to, in that sense as well as people are searching up for that or it comes across and someone who has already posted up that hashtag before like it's everything has got a weird algorithm to it but there are some cases where shadow bans do happen and that's when you're getting spam likes on all your videos but it's literally just someone's liking going to the next video liking going not watching the video and then go on the next one because TikTok sees it as you're being spammed by a fake account. Like Anu was saying, hashtags matter. As some people search for things via the hashtags and follow hashtags. I didn't even know that was a fucking thing. Like, honestly, I didn't know people followed hashtags. Yeah, it's the same on Instagram, too, where Instagram has that same effect. 
So ha- hashtags do have an importance in some in some cases, but there are some where you could probably go without hashtags and the video can do just as good. You know, it's a weird algorithm on how TikTok works. I guess that's why my t- my Instagram game sucks because I have an Instagram, but I don't ever post anything because I don't understand those hashtags and crap. I whatever. I used to post up a shitload of hashtags on Instagram, too. And I, I do when it comes to like my truck. But I have a whole like segment of like adding in like my truck sponsors and stuff like that on there. There's there's hashtags in my chat all the time. Hashtag thick thick tits. Hashtag hashtag sacred is famous. Hashtag sauce is famous. I think I'm just gonna start using those three and post everything. I mean, honestly, I've had people that have told me to try to make my own be better hashtag. But the thing is, is when you do hashtag be better, you already see something up there for it. So it's like, you know. I, I, it just doesn't feel the same, you know, like, um, I don't know if you guys know who bar none is, you know, GFC. Yep. Yeah. He, if he literally will only post up a hashtag of GFC, but now he's, I'm pretty sure he just posted a video the other day saying that his hashtag is finally eclipsed like a million videos or some shit like that. Uh, Natty actually, I was talking to him one time whenever we were talking about TikTok, cause right before he had partner, he ended up getting a little bit of attraction on TikTok. Um, which seems to be a uh, pattern by the way, but, um, making your own name, a hashtag in there is super important. So if someone's looking for you, they could find all your past videos really easily that way as well. Um, plus you can kind of keep track of how many people have seen that hashtag while you're up and doing it. You know, and another thing too, the, so I actually saw this quote the other day and I actually kind of made a TikTok out of it. Um, talking about the views and why you're not getting as many likes, you know, um, in short terms, everyone's out, you're going to get a hundred views before you get a hundred likes. It's as simple as that. Cause everyone's going to, no one wants to see the success. Speaking of the devil, we got Daniel by default and nasty Natty gaming in the chat team arrow members. What's up guys? His ears must've been burning. Also, um, Bowtie, please feel free to ask us questions as well. This is not like we're not, this is not a fucking 60 minutes interview. You can, you can ask us stuff as well. If I, if I come up with anything, I'll let you know. But I, I mean, I'm, I'm just going to say I'm a little mesmerized at just staring at your, you know, your chest a little bit. So I'm kind of drawing a blank with anything. Thirst King staring at the bougie King. Look at that. Dude. And I, you know, it's funny how I comment on your video today. I 100% now understand how you feel <laughs> every time i open my motherfucking tiktok is bowtie five three well i'm sorry dj underscore knee and sauce make saucy every time for you page sauce dj sauce dj sauce dj and most of the times i'm watching dj it's him doing like some like shit like that i mean like literally the first thing i, I mean i put my phone down and I open up TikTok like 20 minutes later and I got fucking sacred over here twerking in a goddamn black dress. And I'm like, I, and I couldn't even be mad because of all the times you've told me you've opened up TikTok and you've seen me shirtless. <laughs> I'm like, I know how he feels now at this point. <laughs> got a question in chat. Why isn't sauce and bow tie and bikinis too? Because these boobies don't come out for nobody unless they paying money. My boobies can come out whether you're paying or not, but I figured I would be more professional. Take your shirt off, Bowtie. Do it for the ladies. Oh, man. I don't know if I could do that one. <laughs> oh, so I had a fucking gift today. I had a gift. Somebody 
we're we all know. Well, Sauce, you know him, Mister Tecker, thirty three. He sent me fucking pasties, bro. He sent me pasties. The struggle is real. Radiant said yes. Take it off. Hashtag biddies for titties from Tex the Viking. Yo, uh, okay. So the last time I was doing like some, I was dancing the pony one time on stream, and I was only doing it because people were giving me <laughs> gifts and everything. So, oh wait, didn't you come in on that one too? <laughs> I came in. I said, "What the fuck?" and left. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Lions came in on that one, too. I'm like, you guys are coming in at the worst time. But people were paying me. I was getting gifts for doing it. So I'm like, I can't say no. I'm being paid right now. Like, hence my bad. Why, hence why Sacred is in the motherfucking bikini. I mean, when money when money is thrown out there, it just kind of happens. I get it. Sauce gets it, too. Sauce, uh, coconut bikini, bro. Comments. It's it's been a minute, uh, but uh, it's been retired. It has been retired. We we now only do hot sauce and disgusting bean boozles. Question: Why do all the bearded guys wear hats? I hate my head. No, I've always been known for wearing a hat. So I just like hats, bro. I'm sorry. Yes, I have a bunch. <laughs> I, I've I've always worn hats. It's not often you see me without a hat. It's really not. Nasty Natty said, because they don't have mullets. Nasty Natty's got one of the most beautiful mullets I've ever fucking seen in my life. Oh, and Jigglypoots. Jigglypoots has an amazing fucking mullet. He just got the curl. What do they call that? The uh, perm or whatever? Man, The perm? Yeah, I can't rock the mullet, boys. I mean, I'll be completely honest. At one point, like, I used to have my hair down to my shoulders, and my beard was, like, a little bit longer. Like, I looked like a straight caveman, like, years ago. And I kind of just chopped all that off. So I've tried to look a little bit more professional, but it just doesn't work all the time. I look professional and get tattoos everywhere. So it equals itself out. Sauce, what do you do for a living? Like, what is your job title? This. <laughs> he, he gave me a look like, uh. I am a full-time content creator who makes content on content platforms. Bowtie, what about you? What is your, what, what do you do for a living for, for money? Uh, Besides strip uh, and dance to pony. <laughs> um so full-time i'm a mechanic at a nissan dealership and part-time i am a manager at autozone and then run tiktok and my merch on the side how's your merch doing how can we like where can we find your merch right now like if i said you know what i want a a, a stripper pony beanie where would i go find it uh right now you can go into my stream and do an exclamation point merch and it brings you to a link to go to my merch I haven't gotten a uh, a complete domain for it yet. Um, I'm still working on all of that. Right now, the way that I have my merch, it's all through a third party, um, like the site and everything. So at one point, I do plan on getting all the equipment and doing it all myself. Um, and I feel like at that point, too, that'll grow a channel as well. Because I always go live on TikTok. And that's the other thing I, I'm going to express as a major key to growing your channel on TikTok. Go live, go live, interact with everyone that you see on there and go live. Um, it brings a lot of attraction, not only to your videos, but to your channel as well. And bringing that, letting people see who you are outside of a 10 second video. That brings a lot of attraction to your channels. And I will have to say that has brought a lot of growth to my channel as well. 
not just the thirst traps. Now, if you are a Twitch affiliate or a Twitch partner, can you still go live while you're live on Twitch on yes. the Azure platform? Okay, how do you get around that? You just can't use the same feed that you're using for Twitch because Twitch has a That's it. license for that. They have priority use on that. You can't even post a clip from your stream for 24 hours. So it's just that feed itself. So your cell phone, that's a different feed. You can even have it facing your gameplay if you wanted to. You'll see. I, so I watch uh, Zach Dubs. Uh, I watch him on, uh, which I'm sure you guys have heard of um, or seen. He um, he streams. So I don't know if it's the same thing, but he uses OBS uh, to do his uh, TikTok. And then he uses Streamlabs to do his Twitch. And he does it at the same time. My laptop would die. That's a lot of CPU usage. <laughs> oh, he just he just got a dual PC set up so he could start doing all of that. But he was doing it all off of one. Here's a good question. This shit just popped in my head. So I'm, I'm going to start with you, my big dog. What is your most embarrassing moment on either TikTok Live or Twitch Live streaming? I haven't really had an embarrassing moment on TikTok. I've only went live on TikTok like once or twice. So that's neither here nor there on that part. Now, embarrassing moments on here. I don't, so I don't get embarrassed very easily. Like that's like, I'm comfortable in who I am. I'm a big dude with a beard and you like me. You don't like me. It is what it is. So I don't really have an embarrassing moment. My most embarrassing moment was today, dress and makeup stream. I just, I, I was like, man, I don't want people to, to think different of me. Like I really don't, but I promised my community this 700 followers ago. I was like, when I get to a thousand, I'm going to do a dress and makeup stream. And everybody went crazy because we got the level five hype train, sacred Keeney. And I just, I was like, man, I really hope my community doesn't think less, less of me, but man, they fucking showed out today. But today was an embarrassing moment for me wearing a dress before I went live. I even called my dad. I was like, dad, don't come into my stream. He goes, why? And I said, I'm going to be wearing a dress and makeup. He goes, why? <laughs> that's that's fucking that's awesome, though. You know, but 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 you see, but that's all based off of your community. That's what you built, you know, and that's that's a that's a great part. And me and I, I mean, I've told this to you multiple times, you know, being the day one and seeing it grow from your first stream and even just remembering the first stream struggles you were having of getting everything going to seeing it now, you know, I mean, I've said it to you, I've said it to Bama. I'm like, I, I can't express the happiness that I have for the both of you, you know, I, and just the growth that you guys are having. And I mean, you growing your channel, you know, I mean, I'm pulling up my Twitch and I'm seeing, you know, 15, 20 viewers, all the fucking time and it's crazy but i i i enjoy seeing it because it's like i forgot who i was talking to where they were like you know are you upset because they get more viewers than you do and you know you started before them I'm like no i'm like i'm like i'm i enjoy seeing the people that i care about grow you know i i'm here to watch their growth you know i'm like and it, it makes me feel better knowing that i'm a part of it too Damn, man. We, we were literally just talking about that before we went live and before we started the podcast is Saul started streaming a month later than me. 
but he's already at 1500 followers and I'm at a thousand and like, and I honestly, I couldn't be happier for sauce. Like I want to see that motherfucker at 500,000 followers because sauce is, and uh, I was telling him that like his, he's got an aura and a personality about him that it just, and I don't mean this in a, in a weird way, but like, he just attracts fucking people to him. Like he's, he's a lovable guy. Like you love hanging out with sauce. Honestly, it's all about that vibe that you bring, you know, um, the vibe that you bring sauce. I'm definitely going to have to come over and check out your stream. So I want to see the vibes that you bring, but, but that vibe is what everyone comes for, you know? And, and that's the thing is we all, when we pull up our favorite streamers, we pull up them to either a watch the gameplay B because we enjoy just the vibe that they bring in to just hang out. And the fact that you guys bring that on your channels and grow your channels and your communities have that same vibe. That's the biggest thing with growing in any, in any aspect, you know, is showing people who you are, you know, and you guys are doing it and you guys are seeing the growth with it. And it's amazing. I think that's what's most difficult about TikTok because you're making videos and you're having to use sound. Sometimes you're talking in them, but sometimes you're not even talking. So it's really hard to build that relationship. So I do like your point about going live over on TikTok. It's something I am going to have to take advantage of more often for sure. And um, it's definitely uh, one of those things. But everyone has the ability to be successful at anything they're trying to do. Like if you're trying to be successful at being a content creator, you have the ability to do that. Anyone can do it as long as you put the work in to do so. Just like Sacred was talking about me having like a magnet, magnetic personality or whatever, right? Some people might have advantages, but that doesn't mean that they're going to necessarily hit it beforehand because of those advantages. If you're going to work 10 times harder than that person, there's a, that old sports adage that um, you might be skilled at something, but the person who works hard is definitely going to uh, usually take the job. Here's an important question for both of you, and don't lie. I want the God's honest truth. Both time, I'll start with you. Who is your favorite streamer on Twitch? I I watch uh, Lens Effect a lot early, in, but I also watch him early in the mornings. Um, but I enjoy watching Swag and Destroy. Uh, I enjoy watching a lot of the big uh, Warzone uh, players, but it really just depends on like the time of day. Um, but if I had to choose, it would probably be Swag. It's also about you. Who's your favorite streamer on Twitch? So somebody that I like, I'm not trying to network with. I just go watch because I think it's fun to watch and I enjoy, and I want to learn from this person. Uh, his name is X two shoes. Uh, he is a variety streamer. Does a lot of really, really cool stuff. Um, I actually um, learned quite a bit from, he has a YouTube series about helping streamers and what he's done and everything else. Definitely somebody you guys should check out if you've never seen them, but it's X two shoes, man. Mine's okay. So people, my favorite streamer that I don't want to network with and I don't know on a personal level, I would have to say Harris Heller, but he's no longer on Twitch. So does that really count? He just left Twitch not too long ago. He's I still love, a streamer. He's a YouTube baby. Yeah, he's, he's a YouTuber now, but Harris Heller. I mean, like I said, like with me personally, it all just really kind of depends. Like the most time I watch Twitch is while I'm at work. Um, when I get home, that's usually when I hop on. You know, I have 
I'll have uh, Sacred tabbed up. I'll have whoever, like, I know personally, I'll have them all tabbed up. And I, you know, hop in there every now and then. Um, but I think it really just kind of depends on the time of day. The vibe as well. The vibe, definitely, for sure. Yeah, and I mean, when I'm watching Swag doing a tournament, the vibe that he's bringing with the music in the background, I mean, I'm over here fucking bobbing my head to it, too, just because I enjoy the music he plays, the hip-hop and everything. Like, if I want super hype, I'm going to watch Nasty or Nasty Natty Gaming, Parakeing, Formidable, those guys, because I know those guys on a personal level. Like, if I want a great stream with a great atmosphere that's kind of chill, where am I going? I'm going to Sauce. I am going check out sauce uh question bowtie did bowtie play competitive warzone uh i mean i ran a couple tournaments with uh when i was with uh eternal empire i ran a couple tournaments with them but didn't really have much success with it Anu, that guy Anu just commented in uh in chat and said amaranth is my favorite streamer how do you feel about amaranth and the content that she is putting out there on twitch with the asmr and the bikini streams and hot tub streams i don't agree with it why it's all same question i mean do what you do when you do it like if those people that want to watch asmr and they like it more power to them they found a streamer who's willing to do it who is happy with it and as well as smart business decisions that woman has made so much freaking money getting her bread doing her thing and people are eating it up without a problem. Like, they love it. Now, am I going to start doing ASMR and licking on ear microphones? No. It ain't my thing. I don't like it. I don't want to be in that environment. I'll come hang out if you do. Oh, my God. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> but, uh, like I said, more power to her. It's all great. Yeah, I agree, with, I agree with Sauce on that. Like, everyone is entitled to make their own content however they want. It's their shit. Let them do it. Just just go for it. But me personally, and I don't mean to cut you off, the reason I <sighs> – so this is going to sound really sexist, and I, I, and I want everyone to understand that I have nothing against, you know, females or anything. It's easier for them to grow than it is for guys because guys are pigs and they enjoy even just watching someone in a bikini on Twitch where they I might mean, see a little slip and it's like but if I sit here on Twitch and try and do the same thing you know it's that I, guess I don't mean to sound sexist like I get it you have it use it you know but it just sucks when it's like I'm over here working my ass off trying to grow. But yet, because guys are just pigs in general, we see someone with a, you know, in a bikini. It's like, ooh, caught my attention. I'm going to agree and disagree because we had um, a female Twitch partner a few weeks back, Red Queen. Um, she has had some pigs pop in her stream and in her DMs asking for like boob pics and stuff like that. If women present themselves like that, then yes, like they're going to get that attention. But if you have genuine women that enjoy gaming or enjoy just chatting or whatever content that they're making and they're not presenting themselves to be oogled over, 
then they have it just as hard as we have it, honestly. Like, oh, I agree. Not, I agree 100%. You know, I'd but, say they have it harder. Yeah. Because they have to deal Amaranth, with all that shit. Like, Amaranth, like, you know what you're putting out. Like, you know what you're going to get. Like, you know, in, in, in some aspects, it's like that, you know, I, you know, I agree with that 100% because I, you know, it's all about how you present yourself, you know, and it's not, it's with anything. Like there was, there's a rapper who's, you know, her name is Snow the Product. For the longest time, she was extremely low, you know, underground, but because she wasn't rapping about what every other female rapper was rapping about, she's not getting the notice, even though she is just as good. It's so it's the same thing when you got one person who's going to use their looks to their advantage that's what they're going to do but when you have someone who's like well, i'm not going to do that like that's not who i am it's going to be harder for them but that's where you also get that that true following behind you and that's really what it's all about i think that anybody can use their looks for that to begin with like that doesn't have to do with them being a woman or being a man i mean to play devil's advocate we were just talking about you doing thirst traps on TikTok a few minutes ago. Like that's one thing you like to do, right? Okay, okay. I'm not Touché. coming for you or anything. That's no, not no, what I'm trying to no, do here. No, 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 no. I mean, I, I agree Start with you. Start talking you know, about but... thirst traps as sacred sitting here in a fucking bikini top. That's true. Still, ha- still struggling keeping my eyes off it, but um... got to gotta play devil's advocate <laughs> on this one. No, no. I mean, I completely agree, and that's why you know I've said like the followers that I get from that aspect you know, they like those videos. That's what they're here for, you know, but you don't see them liking all of my videos and that's fine. That's fine. You know, if I caught you from doing one shirtless video then you want to know what your follow still means something to me and I appreciate it. And I hope that you could see me more than that. You know, um, I hope that you could see me more as just the thirst trapper. You know, you see me personally behind all of that, you know, and that's what I try to reach at with all of it. I 100% agree. And I do think that people have advantages for being more attractive than other people. Being unattractive is playing life on hard mode. It is what it is. You have advantages and disadvantages in life. Like I might be more charismatic than the average person, but I'm not necessarily the best, most attractive man in the whole world. And that attractive man might get the eyes of more people in his stream because he's pretty. But if you hang out in my stream for a few minutes, you might like me a little bit more because I talk better. Who knows? Like, that's that's life in general. No, I completely agree. But the people that are going to watch ASMR aren't coming to watch Sauce McSaucy. That's not what they're there for. So I'm not competing for viewers on that. So it doesn't really matter to me one way or the other what they want to do. You know, but I will say with the thirst traps and everything that I post, you know, I am... I've dealt with a lot of insecurities in my life and I still do. So even when I'm posting all that, it takes a lot for me to, you know, be able to do something like that. Like if I'm posting a video where I'm shirtless, even if it's a 10 second video, it'll take me about a half hour to do it because I critique everything. So, I mean, it, it, even though I post it up, I look like I'm very confident with how I look, but I critique the fuck out of myself and I am very insecure with all of it. So I get it. I 100% understand. I know people um, that literally start OF pages for confidence boosters because they aren't confident in themselves and they want to be able to feel confident by doing so. So I'm very 
if it makes you happy, do it as long as you're not hurting anybody else or breaking any laws. And if you're breaking any laws, just don't get caught. Exactly. Man, everybody thinks I'm such a confident guy because I'm up here like this right now. Like you guys have no idea how insecure I am about being up like this right now. Like I hate my body. Uh, it's just it's ridiculous. But I do it for I, like I started streaming to entertain people, whether they're laughing with me or at me. They're fucking laughing. Content makes you memorable. Exactly. And, you know, it's, it's all <laughs> unfortunately, that's what it's all about, you know, but at the same time. This is what gets us over our our insecurities too. Like, I had no idea how I was going to feel. Like, I hate taking, I can't take a picture of myself. I hate taking videos of myself. I can't do it. I, I critique everything about myself. I still, to this day, don't like taking a selfie of myself, you know? But posting myself on the internet has helped me be okay with how I look. And that's the most difficult part. But that's also what people like to see because they deal with the same insecurities so when you can reach out to them in that aspect to be like look i'm not okay with how i look but i'm still trying to prove to myself and prove to you guys that it's okay to not like who you, who you see in that camera but it's it's okay to still put yourself out there you know um i'm sure sauce we've already discussed your hate haters on the podcast you know the guy told you um put down the Xbox controller and get on a treadmill, some stupid shit that I really wanted to go off on. But how, like, Bowtie, I know that you deal with with trolls and haters, you know, with your following. How do you, how do you, you know, approach those types of situations? Do you just remove comment and block them? Or do you actually, like, you know, go after them in that situation? Oh, I, I troll right back. I encourage it. I troll right back, honestly. Like the amount, like every time I go live on TikTok, you get trolls in there that'll just make a random comment and that's all that they're there for. So instead of getting pissed off, fucking go with it, you know? Um, obviously there are some cases where it's like, okay, like that was a little too far and I'll have like a mod like block them. But no, I, I go with the flow on it because in some cases, like I've had, I literally had a guy the other day. He kept trying to troll, and I just kept throwing it right back at him. And he was like, there is no trolling you, is there? I'm like, what's the point? Like, why why get upset at it, you know? Like, you came in here to try to upset me because you have nothing better to do with your life, and you're seeing that it's not affecting me, you know? So, how have you – same question. How Like, how are you approaching trolls now, now that you really are growing and getting a I'm, – I'm not going to say massive, but a nice-sized community behind you, like – how are you approaching the haters and the trolls? I use it for content, <laughs> honestly, more often than not. Um, if I have a hate comment, I will reply to it and kill them with kindness. Like I, I'm not very angry. I, it's hard to make me mad legitimately. Like I know I'm a big dude. I don't really give a fuck if you like it or not. This is who I am. Deal with it. Um, if you think I need to get on a treadmill, go buy me a treadmill full. Fuck it. I'll, I'll do it. I don't care. <laughs> um, so I just make a video back and have fun with it. And if it's fun, then you do it. If it's not, then whatever took 10 seconds to make a video. And that 10 seconds, it, it could find you, you know, three followers. It can know? blow up. Right. Here's a really weird left field question. Sauce. What is the last song you listened to today? The last song I listened to today? Oh, shit. Oh. 
Same question for you, Bowtie. You better be looking on your Spotify on your phone. Uh, it was A by Machine Gun Kelly, and then right after that, I had Suicide Boys on. I, I can understand Suicide Boys, but MGK, bro. Dog, I've been following MGK for over 15 years. He already got punked out of one genre of music. He almost got punked out of the other one by Corey Taylor. Like, come on. Do you want to? Don't don't do this. Don't do the sacred. <laughs> Listen, I'll leave it. I know that's your favorite. I know that's your favorite musician, dude. I love fucking. <laughs> I'll, I'll be completely honest. For even anyone that wants to have that argument, I'm I'm all for it because I love having opinionated talks. Um, but MGK has always had the punk side in him, and not to mention, I'm sorry, Eminem did not beat him. It, it was a draw. But what I will say is some of these covers that he's came out with recently are not, not where it's at at all. Like, Oh my God. But last song okay, I listened what, to is currently playing pour some sugar on me by Def Leppard. Please do. Um, I will say with the covers, the biggest thing that was an, a, a trend going around on TikTok was his cover of numb. So what I did is I posted the same, you know, I, with that sound and my own opinion to it and it blew up. But what I was just trying to get across to people on that is you can't judge a song off of 10 seconds. You can't judge emotion or anything off of 10 seconds. To be fair, um, I, and I think I want to say I commented on that video, Bo. Um, I am not an MGK fan. Um, not since he left rap. When he was in rap, I was an MGK fan. What he's doing to rock music is atrocious, whatever. But not many people can cover a Chester Bennington song and make it sound good. Chester had a voice kind of like Freddie Mercury. Like you just, you, you can't match the emotion in the notes that they're hitting in their songs. And numb is not the right song for him to try to cover. Period. Okay. So, so will I, what I will say and to attest to that is that he wasn't trying to, he's doing his own version. And when he recorded this, it was right after Chester died when he was just on tour with them. And he developed a friendship with that band that he grew up listening to. And now one of his idols died. So he did the song how he saw it at the time. And if you watch the video, now me being a fan of him for so long, I remember when that video was posted up four years ago. And the tweets and everything that came out after it. The emotion, the tears that he had from doing that. That's how he saw it. He wasn't trying to mimic Chester wasn't trying that's why he did it he had mike you know doing the piano to that so if it was okayed by him you know that's how he saw the song so and that and that's why you know and this is nothing to you know you sacred or anything you know i completely agree he'll never match what chester does no one will ever match will match chester no one but they could put their own version out and how they see the song and that's all it's about right and i i, I mean i agree but I, when he, he, dude, he's changed so much. Like when, when kill shot came out, like it just, uh, he ran, he ran from rap. Like he, he ran from rap. Now I will, I will say, and this is something that I can almost guarantee that most people don't know. Um, and this was the one thing that when I heard it, I'm like, if people find out about this, this is going to ruin you and go with what they're agreeing with. So obviously everyone's saying Eminem destroyed him. Eminem put him in a different genre, yada, yada. In all honesty, Eminem didn't even try that hard. 
MGK came with harder bars. Eminem could have tried harder, but Eminem was going for just being the pettiest. But what MGK said in an interview when he said he had another diss track in response, but because he didn't think Killshot was worth it, he put it away. And when I heard that, I'm like, that's what's going to make everyone think that you lost, and that's what's going to be the make or break in all of this. If you would have put that diss track out, whether it was good or not, you it would have been a completely different story. But I guarantee if you would have put that diss track out, Eminem would have destroyed your career. Simple as that. Yeah. Like, you have so many great hip-hop artists that literally call him the greatest. And, I mean, the greatest. Like, he could, he can make or break you. No, I agree, but, but but the fact that MGK wasn't going to back down and at least showed out, and he did deliver, you know, against him. I will I will say it. Not just being a biased fan, he did he did come at him. So I mean, you got to give him cred, considering most people won't even bother trying. You know, Sauce, what's your what's your whole take on music? Do you do you? I don't Sauce. You don't listen to very much hip hop, do you? Not really. All right, so your- what type of music you listen to? Pop punk. I listen to pop punk. I listen to country. I listen to R and B. Uh, a little bit of rock. All right. So you still don't answer, answer the question. What was the last song you listened to? That's a great question. I have no idea. My wife was playing something random. To be honest, <laughs> I have no idea. It was some country. I just don't remember what it was. All right. Uh, have you heard of a country singer called uh, Bailey Zimmerman? He's kind of. A, he's on TikTok. He's kind of a an up and coming like country singer. I feel like I've heard the name. So, I mean, you might have seen him on TikTok. Like I said, his name is Bailey Zimmerman. Um, he's actually from Illinois. And I we started following each other back when he had like 50,000 followers. And now the dude is over 600,000 and he comes in my lives pretty often too. But since you listen to country, if you haven't given him a listen to, I would definitely recommend it. I'll check it out. What's the last game you played off stream? Mine's Destiny 2. Warzone off stream? Yeah, because it's the only game I have. But, 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 I will say I just bought Vanguard because a buddy of mine wants me to do uh, league play with them and rank play. So I told him I'll buy Vanguard. I bought it for 30 bucks, so I told him I'll run ranked play with them because he wants to get serious and run fours. So I told him, give me a little bit to get used to the movement and everything because it's all completely different from what I've been doing for over two years. I'm like, so give me a little bit, and I'll run fours with you. Bearded Wonder said, I'll play rank with you, Bota. Yo, bet. I'm, I'm telling you, yo, you got to give me a minute because everything's going to be completely different. Just Bearded Wonder played with us last night. It was the one, him and Jigglypoots. Yeah, I remember him. The one that I finally got to carry. I finally carried Just Bearded Wonder and Jigglypoots in one game. Makes me fucking happy. My Call of Duty career is over. I can attest Retired. to Retired. He had 10 kills, I think it was. 10 kills? 10, and they each had six. Oh, I was playing like garbage last night. That was so bad. It was fun, man. We had a great stream last night. It, it was just, we. everybody was just vibing out, man. We played with a bunch of different viewers last night. It was the first time we played, too, and I, I swear, it's been like a year. No, I think the last game we played together was in August. August or September. I don't know. It's been a while. It was ever since you really started to go go to use like Discord and stuff like that. Like when you stopped using Game Chat is when we stopped playing. That was November, October. October is when I built my PC. All right, then it was it was probably around that time. 
The last game I played off stream was Destiny 2. Like, if you guys haven't checked it out, Sauce, dude, bro, it's free. I recommend it. Check it out. It's it's like they Bungie killed it with this update. They really did. It, this update is amazing. Highly recommend playing Destiny 2 while it's still free. I definitely want to get into like I used to always play like Madden and stuff like that. So I'm waiting for NCAA to come out so I could start playing that again. There's a lot of people in the chat waiting on the new NCAA to come out next. Yeah, year. we are. Oh, I have been waiting for that game for fucking years. Like I grew I remember every Christmas, every Christmas, I was always guaranteed at least two presents. It was the new Madden and the new NCAA, and I played the shit out of both of them. Yes, sir. That is the last game I played was Madden off stream. And on stream was NCAA. <laughs> yeah, I haven't even played Madden in so long either. It's been it's been a long, long time since I've done really anything outside of Warzone just because I play on PlayStation. And we all know the updates on Warzone take up everything. So I've had to delete everything. And it was just kind of like, eh, whatever. Like, I don't really care to do play anything else but this anyways. So I've uh, got a question about you, a late join or a late chatter join. They want to know about DJ Nee. Tell us about your clothing brand. Like what, what merch do you, are you offering? What, what is Be Better's message as well? The message behind Be Better is just a daily reminder to yourself to um, stay positive um, and to keep pushing towards whatever goals you have set for yourself. Um, whenever you need a reminder and you're in a dark time, you can look down at your sleeve, you can look at the heart, you know, and that's just, it's just that daily reminder of being like, you know, okay, you know, instead of telling yourself, you, you see it for yourself, you know, but what I offer on the website, I have, you know, multiple hoodies, I have sweats, I have uh, beanies, uh, I'm going to be releasing a hat shortly, because beanies are starting to go because now we're getting warmer weather out. But I do hope to start bringing like, you know, more accessories on there, like, you know, decals lanyards and stuff like that but this is all kind of a trial run to just see how everything goes what does sacred got to do to get one of them hoodies uh unfortunately you have to go on my stream do exclamation point merch click the link and go ahead and see if we find anything for you on there https colon forward slash forward slash being better you dot my shopify.com forward slash yeah there you go yeah, I'll get a domain. I'll, I'll get a domain for it shortly. But like I said, this is all just a trial run. I want to be able to start doing everything myself. You know, all the designs and all the printing and stuff myself, and run my website and everything myself. This is, I'm still working on everything. But finances are tough, and I'm trying to get everything together because of a possible move to Tennessee um, in the uh, coming months. Banger wants to know: Are there decals, and can he get one big enough to go? go across the top of his windshield uh there are no decals yet um i can look into it and see if it's something that i can um get made on the website uh, and i can let you know in the coming coming days gotta ask you for all the the bigger gentlemen out there what's the biggest size you offer on that site i think it depends but i'm pretty sure the biggest size i offer is a 3x um and you don't pay extra for it being a bigger size because i know that that's an uh, that's a problem uh, but I'll remember a lot of it is off of the company that I go through and what they have available. So if they have a hoodie just like this available in a three X, 
then you can buy it on my website in the 3X, but I try to offer the biggest size to everything because my dad is also a bigger guy, so I have to make sure I have stuff where he could buy it too. Yeah, I mean, you are on fat, bearded, and beautiful, so I need like a 6X. I mean, I got the... I got the Boy, hush up. You can't <laughs> fill out no 6X. <laughs> to be honest, a 6X would fucking swallow me. <laughs> it would be... That would be a dress. That would be a dress. But but this I will I will say and this is what I tell everyone who comes to me asking merch questions. Um, if you buy a hoodie, depending on how you like the hoodie, if you like the video, you know a little a little loose, go a size up. If you like it a tight fitted hoodie, go whatever size you would normally get. That's the unfortunate part. Is I like loose fitted hoodies, so I have to go a size up. But that's just a little heads up to everyone. Sauce, you just moved. Everybody's like moving lately. There's people in chat talking about moving now as well. What's going on? Like everybody's fucking leaving where they're at right now. I've hated Illinois. You've been stuck somewhere for a while, especially with this COVID nonsense going around. You've been stuck in the same house most of the time. You want to move around and do things. So you move around and do things. Oh my goodness. I mean, my, my, my move is family, family related, but I also hate living in illinois so when i have the opportunity to move out of the state into a state that i'm completely okay with then i'm all for it like when me and my ex were together we always talked about moving to tennessee um and now that we haven't been together for almost a year she still wants to move down there and me being completely okay with it anyways because i want to move out of the state i'm like fuck it i'm doing it too then you know, we have a daughter together, so I'm still going to stay with my daughter. I'm not just going to let her be states away. I'm coming, too. Lucky Bard Game said he's got step family in Illinois. I mean, Illinois is fine. It's just if you enjoy being taxed like a motherfucker out of everything, then this is the state for you. And having a shitty governor, so. We're not going to get into politics. <laughs> yes, please. Uh, let's not. No, we don't. We, we don't do that. Um, any questions for us, for our community, for Sauce? Feel free. Yeah. If you guys have any TikTok questions, I could try my best to answer as much as I can. If you guys are trying to grow, I will say it's hard to grow if you're tr if you're posting gaming content. I will say it's very difficult because you have to realize the amount of people that are trying to do it. Like I have a gaming TikTok that I post on too. Give you an example. I have one video. The last video I posted has got seven thousand views and like hundred and fifty likes but I don't have a single follow from it on my Twitch. So that's the difficult part is getting everything transferred from one to the other. So that's the most difficult part with, so just be patient, be patient. Do you have tattoos? How many tattoos do you have chat? Uh, apparently wants to see them. Hey, were you talking to me? Sauce doesn't have tattoos. All right. Wait, hold on. Sauce, hold on. Sauce, do you have tattoos? Do you have any tattoos? I have one. I want to fucking see Sauce tattoo. <laughs> okay, let me let me take the hoodie off for this because I got to show him. I have long sleeves on. I can't show you that right now. Take the shirt off. It comes off like it goes on. I used to have a few piercings as well. All right, so my most recent tattoo is going to be the hand. It is a black rose. It's bleeding red. Bleeding, bleeding in general. Um... I got my other hand done as well, along with Pennywise. I got them fully sleeved down from the bottom. Uh, I have a couple tattoos up here on my back and just kind of in miscellaneous spots. So, 
I knew you had tattoos, DJ Bowtie. Um, I did not know Sauce McSaucy had a tattoo. Wow. Um, question for you directly towards you, Bo. Have you met most of your goals as a content creator slash streamer yet? Um, in some aspects. I mean, when I first started TikTok, I never expected to be to take it serious in a sense. So I didn't necessarily set goals for myself. Um, but I just try to, I set follower goals uh, for myself. I, I thought I was going to hit 50,000 a lot sooner, um, and I didn't. But um, so, and I guess you could say in a sense, I haven't necessarily hit the goals that I would like. He shows off his tattoos quite a bit on TikTok, so make sure you go drop him a follow on TikTok. I'm going to post a link in just a second. Yeah, my tattoos are in every video, along with my painted nails, too. So don't worry about your makeup because my nails are painted on a constant basis. Explain the painted nails for everybody. My daughter paints my nails for me. She also does my makeup for me. So it's only fair that if I paint her nails, she paints mine as well. So you said you were almost to 50,000 followers on TikTok. Is that correct? Well, I just eclipsed 50,000 um, yesterday or two days ago. Um, yeah. yeah, you're at 502 thousand followers you're only following a thousand and sixty seven people with fifty thousand followers i'm grateful that i'm one of those thousand and sixty seven people so that that really means something to me of course of course i when it comes to like i i follow the people who i interact with the most who i know personally even if they don't post up any videos if i know you personally or you are always in my live streams and we built a relationship that way um but i don't and it's nothing to like everyone, like I'll have some days where I'll get thousands of followers in a day and I just can't keep track. I mean, I've, I've had people with major accounts that have followed me and I don't even notice that they've followed me, you know? So it, in some cases, like it just kind of all comes up, but I follow the people who, um, I have good relationships with. Kraken said, yeah, he dropped me a follow and I don't even post shit on TikTok. Of course. Of course. Like I said, all about the people who, who show me support. Do you know who Zach Bryan is on TikTok? I guess I'm assuming he's a country singer. Uh, country isn't really um, my repertoire of things that you'll ever see me do. So, no, I don't know who that is. Sauce, question for you, sir. What's up? If you could give w someone one single piece of advice for coming up with content ideas, what would that piece of advice be for, for specifically for TikTok? Keep it simple. Like, don't get crazy crazy overcomplicated tiktok was designed to be a straight from your phone take a video post type content now does that mean you can't spend a little bit of time editing your content and making it look nice no but it doesn't have to be like super high production value like this just looks like a super bowl ad type content so just post and post multiple times per day if you're not seeing results, change up your times, use different tags, have fun with it. What about you, DJ? You know, with the following that you have, what is one piece of advice for creating content on TikTok? Stay true to who you are. That's, a, that's If you want to build anything off of it, stay true to who you are as a person. That's where it all started for me was finding videos for that other people can relate to. Awesome. Um, so, so out of all three of us, who does the most editing on their TikToks? 
probably takes me like five minutes to edit a TikTok and put it up. So five minutes or less. Yeah, five minutes or less for me. I posted a video today that took a half hour in itself to just do the lyrics of editing of that video. So Kraken wants to know where did DJ Knee come from? Where'd you come up with that name? That is my name. Okay, well, DJ is my nickname. Um, my actual name is Dalton John, and my parent, my mom, was the one that wanted it to Dalton, be DJ. Dalton, your mom is a Roadhouse fan. Thank you for someone actually catching on to that. Not Roadhouse. Many, not many people get that reference. I have a hard time getting views on some of my videos. What is some? What are some changes that I can make to? be a little more noticed that is coming from bearded banger uh trending sounds uh even if you don't even need to have the sound volume to that sound to that on you could have that volume turned down but the fact that you have that sound attached to your video that alone could bring you viewers um like i said it's all based off an algorithm it, it's like it, it's so difficult but trending sounds um, the biggest thing is is um, engagement, engagement in your videos. So if people, if someone comments on your video, comment back. The more engagement that that video has, the more relevant that video stays. One hundred percent. Also, whenever you're doing content, I don't know exactly what type of content you're talking about, uh, bearded. Um, but let's say you're doing a game clip or whatever, right? Posting just a game clip that you made into a TikTok with a sound on it is not going to get, unless it's a hellaciously awesome clip that grabs somebody's attention, it's not going to get as much attention as having your face there and then being able to see who you are and talking about what's going on or voicing over the clip. You have to do something that's going to attract their attention to make them want to watch your clip if it's a clip. So um, people like faces. So have a face. You have about three to five seconds to catch someone's attention. Short, that's what TikTok is for, short attention span. So you have to catch them right off the start, like right off the start. And one thing you can do, and this is a little, this is a little tip to is make something, put a caption in the video being like, you know, wait wait till the end or something like that because then it's going to get someone to want to watch until the end of it it might not always work but a lot of people who get paid on tiktok off of the length of their videos like me you put little stuff out there so someone watches the full video even if nothing happens just a little trick two things um lucky bard game said also have had a video not get a single view on tiktok then reposted it later and it got the same video got over 1000 views but the question sauce so i'm gonna ask you first because i know you're a lot like me like your tiktok videos aren't really overly edited or we don't put a whole lot of you know attention on editing um what software or what programs do you guys use to edit your videos specifically for tiktok i use ucut uh, it's a free app I have on my phone. You can put clips on there. You can take videos. You can splice them together however you want to. Uh, you can put music over it. You put words on it, everything. And you can even format it for TikTok on the app itself. And then I upload it straight from there to TikTok. 
I specifically, I have you cut, but I have one called VN Editor. VN Editor. And again, it's a free app and it's pretty much the same thing as you cut. Uh, Bowtie, what about you? Uh, so for my gaming stuff, I use Stream Ladders. Um, I do pay um, like five bucks a month, but that's just to get like extra ones that I can use. Um, but you, you can still use it for free if you wanted to. Um, but for my gaming stuff, I use stream ladders, um, for my personal stuff. I just do it all right off my phone. I don't use any apps or anything. Question. So the only thing about stream ladder that bothers me at all is whenever you're doing game clips, it only captures a certain spot on the screen. Like you have to like target out what it'll actually see. If you're doing the one where you can get your camera and get the game clip and all that. Right. Yeah. Like for a lot of games, you're cutting out like a, the majority of what they want to see, especially like if you're playing, let's say you're playing Warzone, you can see you have worse FOV than if you were playing on console, which let's face it, they got to fix that. But <laughs> that's not going to happen. But anyways, exactly. But it limits on the clip. So that's why I have I've kind of stuck away from doing that. And using Streamladder is because I want them to be able to see the entire clip, but you have to still put it in the right shape and size for TikTok because big black areas around videos does not get people to be happy about it. Oh, no, I completely agree. I, 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 I'm sorry. I'd have to see your videos just to see how yours uh, come out with using the app that you do. Um, but I mean, like Streamladders was the first thing that I heard of and I found it on TikToks, so that's how i was doing all of my clips i i tried doing it to where it was like i was taking parts of my twitch so i had obviously the black screens and stuff like that um but i i i like the stream ladders because it's like the, you know i only need you to just see this part you know you don't need to see all the other stuff around it and that's just how i've seen a lot of the other videos too but like i said when it comes to my gaming stuff like i'll post up here and there you know but i'll have to Definitely looking at you cut for sure. Yeah, I used to use uh, Streamladder whenever I was doing it as well. Like that's, it's a really easy thing to be able to just put your clips up there, hit the button, put the air or put the box around where you want that it to be viewed and everything. So it's a really useful program for sure. Um, it just annoys me whenever you're doing like a shooter and like half the screen's gone. I'm like, ah. Shorter videos or longer videos? Uh, Sauce, we'll start with you. It depends. <laughs> it really depends on the content and when you post it, what the algorithm is wanting at the time. They just released 10 minute videos the other day on TikTok. Did they really? So they released yep. 10 minute videos. Yep. So currently, there's a strong possibility they're going to be posting or wanting to see longer content on the platform utilizing their 10 minute timer that they have. So don't be surprised to see longer than three minute videos on your for you page more often because of that. I think that's more of like a test out thing because at the same time, like they, you know, tested out the three minute videos. Um, I don't personally run across a whole lot of three minute videos, um, but I did see the 10 minute videos thing. I will never record a 10 minute video. That's just, that's fucking insane. If I'm recording a 10 minute video, it's going on YouTube. Fuck TikTok. Sorry. No, no I think I, that's I what TikTok's agree. trying to do. I think they're trying to compete with YouTube for videos. Just like Facebook was, you know, has the reels. So now they got to compete with 
Instagram stories and YouTube cuts and TikTok, you know, all the apps are trying to compete and do the same exact shit. But I have heard that Facebook Reels does pay out a little bit better in a sense to, than TikTok. Yeah, I don't know what TikTok's payout is, but I, I do see a lot of TikTok creators like trashing the payout structure on it. Like it's not what it should be for like, like there's a lot of Twitch people that complain about us getting, you know, the 50% that we get or whatever, whatever it is, you know. And uh, TikTok's getting way less than that. So I will say it is difficult. Uh, I've had ha I've had some days where I've made like $10 off of my videos that I posted that day. And then I've had some days where I've made fucking like 20 cents. It's all based off of the length of time that people are watching the videos. That's why you'll see a lot of videos where they have a long caption because that video has got to play two or three times before you can read it. So there's another TikTok secret that obviously people know, but if you want your video to get that viewership, do stuff like that. But um, the payout, I couldn't even understand it because they really don't explain it. You know, when you look into it, TikTok has a certain amount that they got to give across to whoever is a part of their creator fund. So it's all going to go up to obviously the bigger creators first, and then it's just everyone else after that gets like the chump change. Uh, question in chat was for Bowtie, what is your gaming TikTok? Some of the males don't want to see your thirst traps, apparently. So what is your gaming TikTok? Uh, Bowtie53. Just double checking. I did I did tell him that. I wanted to make sure, though. I didn't know if he had changed. No, no. no. It's, it's, it's Bowtie53. And then if you follow my actual TikTok, I have two of them. It's DJ underscore knee. But if you see DJ underscore knee one, that's my backup page. So just... Just in case there's any confusion, if you see knee one, that's a backup page. Just in case his thirst traps get him get him banned, he has a backup. I need to have one. Yeah, you know, TikTok has a very sensitive uh, ban hammer sometimes. I, oh, it's, I it's insane. It is so it's so wrong and messed up because it makes no sense. Now I'll be, I didn't get banned that night that I was damn near shirtless dancing. But there have been times where I've been banned and I don't even do anything and I'm banned for a week. But they don't explain what you did. But yeah, Community I can, guidelines. But here's the thing. I can scroll on TikTok and I'm literally watching that what comes across on my For You page is this one girl reading a book and you see just a little motion because she's getting railed on the other end. But yet that's okay. But me just how deep into TikTok are you? Because I've literally never seen any anything like that on TikTok. Bro, he's on Thirst Trap. He is part of Thirst Trap TikTok. You might be on OnlyFans, bro. You might be on OnlyFans. You don't want to know what TikTok After Dark looks like, all right? It's almost as bad as Twitter After Dark. Just say that. Um, I've actually gotten a video banned. So I had a, a troll and a hater come in my stream, and I went off on him. Like, and so I posted the video to TikTok. They banned me for her um bullying like the dude came in my stream and was bullying me but they banned me for for or they deleted the video for bullying and harassment you can always appeal it uh because in some case it just sucks because you can't like plead your case there was one time i got a video taken down um and i was just doing i'm i was doing a sound i don't even remember what it was that i was doing and they took it down and my 
pleading the case to them, whether it actually did anything or not. I'm like, if you guys click on the sound of this and watch the first video, you guys should not take my video down whatsoever because it is nothing compared to that one. Uh, someone said he's on the hub. Someone has found the dark side of TikTok. Kylie also said you can also change your profile to see stats on every TikTok and also like your follower base, whether it be female to male ratio. Yep, you can you can look it up in your channel analytics. Trust me, I do it on a daily basis, and I have a ninety percent female following. Imagine that. I wonder why. Uh, but I do have a question for you. Um, I've seen a lot. Like if you're going through lives and everything, you see a lot of people doing the TikTok battle thing that they have, which is honestly a way for streamers to make more money. Obviously, or not streamers, but TikTok content creators to make more money, right? Because that's how you make you you get points by people gifting things Agreed. or tapping the screen, right? So I feel like what what are your options? Are your opinions on that? Uh, I to me personally, like I've had, I don't what I tell like I get you can invite someone. You don't have to battle or accept the battle. But there's some people, that's how they grow a following too, is by doing battles or even just going live with someone else because now who's ever in their live can come over to your channel. Um, but, I mean, if you really want to make money doing it on the side, battle all the time. You never know. You know, I think the most money I made one night was like 50 bucks for just from people sending me gifts. DJ, I'm about to reach a thousand, bro. I'm about to be able to go live. So, uh, what's up, baby? We can do a, a co-stream. Yo, I'm all down for it. Honestly. I'll wear the bikini. Okay, that might. I don't know. It, I will say you probably that might, might be get banned. Against, yeah, that might be against <laughs> community guidelines. Wait, wait, wait. Against, so women can wear. Yes, women. Women can wear it, but guys probably can't. I mean, to be fair, I've seen uh, people uh, doing worse stuff on there than just wearing a bikini. But that's besides the point. Facts. But I will I will say like if if going live and battling is something that you do and and like to do and that's how you grow your channel, you know, go ahead and do it, you know. Um I personally don't always accept lives and stuff from everyone else. Um just because I try to find someone who brings a positive, like the same type of vibe that uh that you would get if you were to just hop into my live. But oh there's your there, there's a perfect example. It all just takes like one person to just report your video. So like in that case, like someone reported it because I've had videos where I've posted up and it's been taken down immediately. And then I've had other videos where someone ends up reporting it hours later and they take it down. Gotta love the haters. I mean, it's a scary idea, like especially for like these get people that are like full time TikTok our creators right that's their full-time income everything that is the scariest thing i've ever heard of in my life that one person can go on there and report something that didn't even happen and tiktok's just like okay well your account's gone true but i think at the same time they give them more leeway because they bring more attraction and money to the app too so like someone like me like if my account gets banned i'm fucked I've just lost 50,000 followers and everything that I built. Like, so that's what scares me about what I post because it's like, I don't have enough following on my backup or on any other social media app to be like, okay, I just, you know, made a new account, go follow it. And now I'm back to the beginning, you know? Right. 
Yeah, it's not like the whole uh, situation you have with some of the bigger creators. Like, I don't remember if Barnun got. Oh, he's like times. Yeah, he's like on his like seventeenth account by now. Yeah, and so, he gets five hundred thousand followers back immediately. Like, but that's the following that he has built on all of his other social media accounts too. So he can get his shit banned. He don't give a fuck because he could just keep doing it. The good friends club runs deep. My FYP always has the weirdest fucking lives. People scratching lotto tickets, those girl versus boy ones, the one McDonald's worker dude. And I'm like, why the hell are you showing these to me? That was from Kylie in chat. Kylie, yeah. I always get the McDonald's guy. Always. I and get, he said he's going to quit his job every single time he gets something. I've, and he I've, never, gotten, I've never seen him quit. I've gotten that one, too. I get the ping pong trick shot ball, like the ping pong balls with the trick shots in the pan. Oh, I love I love watching those. I, watch I love those watching those. I love watching those because it's like you love to see the fails before the actual success because it's like these guys are literally hours just trying to get that for just that one fucking video. Like that's that determination right there. That's literally dude perfect 100%. Well, I think we've reached the part of our episode where we ask you to ask us questions. So, this is your chance. You are the spotlight. Take the floor, Mr. Bowtie 53. Ah, uh, all right, let's see. sacred. If there is what is the most important goal you're trying to achieve from streaming to be able to do it full time again, like 100% full time. But the most important thing for me is if not if, but when it happens to make sure that I remember every single person that helped me get to that point and to take every fucking person I can straight to the top with me, my community, like hands down the most important part. So same question to you. So my biggest goal is to, be that person that is kind of like you know how everyone has like that person they can go to and it just makes their day better and like puts a smile on their face no matter what's going on in your life i want to be that for as many people as i can be that's my goal with streaming if that leads me to being partner one day awesome if it leads me to being just under that forever cool as long as i'm able to put smiles on people's faces every single day that's what i'm going to be striving for so obviously you know sacred i see that you stream you know the podcast you know destiny warzone is that stuff that you always want to stream or do you like just want to stream podcasts all the time like is there like a certain thing that you want to just do all the time every stream no, I mean, because I don't play the same thing over and over again. Whatever I'm into playing at that point in my life, that's what I want to stream. Um, I've streamed football. I've streamed Pokemon. I've streamed Destiny. I've streamed just chatting. I've streamed Warzone. I've streamed Modern Warfare. I've streamed Elyon, Perfect World. Just whatever I'm into playing at that time, I'm gonna. my audience is going to come in no matter what because I'm I'm not, you know, Joe Woe, Aiden, or you know, one of these cracked guys, they're not coming in to watch my gaming content. They're coming in to watch me, my content, whatever game I play, I'm going to have an audience, whether it's a thousand viewers or 10, it's, they're coming to watch me, not what game I'm playing. All right. So if you had a thousand people watching you, you hit a level five hype train, are you throwing a bikini on? I could have 10 people in here. And if I hit a level five hype train, I'm throwing the bikini on. 
That's the deal. You get the sacred sacredini. All right, just had to make sure. Uh, Sauce, what is what? What's your favorite thing to play while on stream? My favorite thing to play on stream currently. I've been having a lot of fun playing NCAA and uh, playing football in general, like Madden or NCAA, because I've, I'm a big football fan. Um, but honestly, anything that I can play with other people or with the chat being all excited and happy and hanging out, that's what my favorite thing to do is like playing video games is, uh, is not what I'm there for. Like I love video games. Yeah. But I'm there for the chat interaction. Like it doesn't really matter what I'm playing in comparison to that. All right. All right. What were, what for the both of you guys, what were you doing in your careers before you started streaming? I was an oil field electrician and industrial elect in uh, industrial electrician. I'm no, no longer doing that. Like I'm, I got a job working at a casino and I'm their AV tech, um, their audio and video guy. And I've taken or I've taken everything from stream that I've learned as far as audio and video. And that's how I got that job, to be honest, was the shit that I the work that I put into my stream is the reason why I got that position. I was a uh, timeshare salesman. I sold uh, for Blue Green Vacation in Savannah, Georgia. Okay. So what made you start streaming for the both of you as well? What made you start like just decide like this is like this is what I want to do, you know? That's easy. This what we're doing right now. The interaction, entertainment factor, meeting new people. I actually, uh, so I, I dabbled with streaming a little bit because I had to for a football league, actually. Like I played Madden and they made you stream your games whenever you were playing it. So that's my first little dip into streaming. And uh, I used to sit and talk with my friends and being like, hey, wouldn't it be cool if you could play video games and like that could be what you do? Wouldn't that be really freaking cool? People come in to watch and everything. And uh, I... I'm lucky enough to be able to do that. So it's crazy how we go over to friend's house growing up and we're okay watching, you know, them play a game or playing a game with them. And now here we find ourselves being watched to play a video game and we watch others play a video game. It's crazy. Yeah. My life's not much different than a, uh, a 13 year old kid's life. Let's be honest, except I'm married and have more responsibilities. But uh, <laughs> other than that, do you only, do you guys only post, about your streams on one platform or do you post it on multiple platforms multiple all of them all of them and i recycle content i use snap tick to take away the watermark from tiktok and i post it on youtube post it on hover post it on instagram snapchat everything have you guys noticed your channels getting any bigger with posting stuff like that on other platforms Hell yes. I've noticed, I haven't noticed as much recently. Um, I have noticed that whenever I started doing TikTok more consistently, I did see an increase then. Um, but I haven't seen a lot of uh, return on investment gotcha. from Hover and some of the other ones yet. Yeah, my Hover hasn't been great. I'm like starting to gain a little traction, but it's it still hasn't been great. I've I'm noticing more growth from Twitter and TikTok. Yeah, I would have to say Twitter is definitely a, a big thing. Have you guys ever thought about, I mean, obviously you guys branch out and play other stuff, but have you ever thought about trying something different that maybe doesn't have as many like 
doesn't bring as much attraction that like Twitch sees, like playing a video video game like that is like out outside that like only like a few people would know about. Yep, we've done that a couple times. Um, I've done that with Perfect World. I've done that with DC Universe Online. I have done that with Elyon. Um, they again, they come to watch me and the content that I provide, not necessarily the game at all times. Like we do get people in from recommended, you know, from the games that we play, you know, being NCAA 14 war zone, stuff like that. But it's always great to branch out in my opinion. Yeah, I'd agree. I've played, uh, everything from donkey Kong country to, uh, Pokemon old school runescape, uh, as well as playing all the big title games. So I don't, I don't really think it matters as much what you play if you're having a good time and chat's excited about it in general. Now, whenever you're first starting, it's probably a good idea to find some of those games that aren't as heavily saturated, especially if you haven't gone and networked and talked to people and made friends in other communities like we've talked about on this podcast several times is the easiest first step to do so. This has been a really great episode. Uh, there's been a lot of knowledge going around on this one about every social platform out there. Yeah, man, I, I want to thank you. Thank you so much, Bowtie, DJ underscore knee for coming in and being a guest on the show, man. Oh, dude, I, honestly, when you first reached out to me, I was all for it. Like, honestly, I'm like, I was actually like, I, I felt grateful that you were, that, like, obviously we have a relationship and everything, but I felt grateful that you asked me to be a part of it. So thank you for that. We're going to have to invite you back for sure. Once you get that 50 K up to a hundred K on TikTok. Don't worry. It, it'll, it'll happen one of these days. That, that's my next goal. I would like to say is a hundred K, but I'm okay with just having a goal set for every 10,000. You know, it's all a milestone at this point. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of fat bearded and beautiful with our special guest, DJ knee, otherwise known as Bowtie five, three with your host sacred vision. And Sauce McSaucy.